Welcome to Upgrade Engines with Scott Wozniak, where we explore the tools and tactics that drive improvement. If you're hungry for more and better, if you want to move past hype and discuss how, you're in the right place. Change really is possible. Dreams can come true. It may take a while, but you can upgrade anything if you build the right engine. One of the fundamental systems for a life of love and excellence and joy and impact is having a healthy inner life. See, in life, we often have the choice between hard now or hard later, right? We could take the easy path today and then pay for it later, or we can do the hard thing today and then benefit greatly from it later. In fact, If you could oversimplify, one of the fundamental principles of life is this. Choosing the hard now option is the key to a successful life. However you want to define success. And that can work financially. Save now, you know, have more to invest and build later. Uh, Relationably, right? I serve now and enjoy healthier relationships later. Physically, I mean, this, this is a universal life principle, I think I could say that our lives are shaped and defined by how many hard things we are willing to do. So this is one of the fundamentals. But if you think about it, the hard choice is rarely physically harder to do. I mean, except for getting physically fit. Of course, that's a a difficult physical choice. You're going to get sweaty and your muscles will complain. But none of the other choices require you to get sweaty. Many of the hard choices we have don't have any physical pain associated with them. It's almost always an issue of being mentally or emotionally hard. So I'm going to come back to this statement and say that our lives are shaped and defined by our ability to do mentally and emotionally hard things. The more you can do this, the better your life will be. And The more healthy you become, the more healthy your inner life is, the more of these choices you'll make. Listen, I've had an amazing ride in my life. Some of this I've worked at, but man, a lot of this was just where I was born and some people who saw me early and pulled me in. I mean, as a child, I was pulled into the the acting, singing world and traveling with groups and recording CDs and even got on TV in high school. Yeah, crazy fun stuff. Um, I've gotten into elite level sports. I went to the state championship in three different sports. And many of my friends are professional athletes that many of you would know. I've worked with some of the best business luminaries since then, from musicians to mathematicians, from neuroscientists to famous entrepreneurs of Silicon Valley. I know literal geniuses. I have joined the Mensa Club, right? It's uh, Mensa's an international genius society. So I'm not bragging. Here's what I'm trying to tell you. I've tested this theory in a lot of different fields, and I have some encouraging slash discouraging news, depending on where you sit here. Most talented people, they're really not the most successful people. In fact, the most uh, intelligent or athletic or artistic, in fact, the most gifted people I know are most often not doing well. They're not the happiest They're not the most respected in their field. They're not even financially successful. No, it turns out that the most successful people I know 
happen not to be gauged mostly by intellect. A little quick thing. They did study on this. Until you get to uh, about 120 IQ, which is well above average, but not genius. Genius gets at least 140. Some people peg it around 160. But, you know, 100's average, right? 100's uh, your typical regular person. That's fine. So 120, like, yeah, you're, you're, these are the honors kids. These are the AP class folks, right? Uh, when you have a little bit more intelligence, you have more options and you tend to have a better career measured just financially, right? Success wise. But once you get 120 or above, there is no correlation to increased intelligence and increased success. Actually, there is a correlation. I take that back. At the extreme high end, it's harder. Now, it's not what most people think, right? They're like, man, if I could just had more raw talent, I would have been more successful. Yeah, you need to be above average if you want to get to the peak, right? You don't have to be average to have a great life. But if you want to get to the peak, you need to be above average. And that's it. And that's probably most of you listening to me. Uh, The kind of people who get into development and learning and life tend to be a little above average in their capability. They just get a little extra raw horsepower. Great. So what's the difference? When you get to the top, what is it that matters? Well, the most successful people are the most mature people. If you have zero talent in an area, sure, it's going to be really hard to get world class. But if you have even moderate talent, then really the limiting factor on your life is not your talent. It is how healthy you are on the inside because that drives the choices you make. Now, Oh, well, gosh, I have a mess. Uh, This one area of my life I'm really sensitive about. Oh, no, like there's a lot of stress around that. I guess I'm stuck. Nope, not even close. Listen, these choices are not equally hard for everyone. They're not even equally hard every time you make the choice. This is not a permanent penalty on your life. This is a muscle you can strengthen, a skill you can develop as exercise. We'll come back to that, right? Certainly, there's physical challenge to it. But... Really, the bigger factor is the emotional factor. Most of us can handle a run around the block, a slow jog, even a walk if you need to start there. Great. It's more that it's going to be emotionally uncomfortable and mentally boring and I'll feel embarrassed. And It's all that process. It's the emotional stuff. Well, here's what happens. You do it a handful of times. I I still work out. Now, I used to not. I grew up an athlete and I... uh, I quit that a lot of activities and I quit all my exercise with it. So eventually I came back to that. But I, I remember in the early days trying to get into this, um, it was an emotionally overwhelming, embarrassing, exhausting, terrifying experience to just try to dive back into getting my massively out of shape body into shape again. And I will tell you, I still work out and I might push myself harder than I did in those days. In fact, yeah, I think about it. I, I go much more intense, but that's partly because the emotional mental side is gone as a difficult factor for me. I've exercised so many times in the last decade. Uh, I lose count. I mean, you know, several times a week now. And so like, yeah, you just get them to do it. Like, of course, it doesn't require a lot of mental effort to make myself start the process. You can grow. In fact, the world is full of people who have radically changed their inner life, including me. This is not something we're stuck with. Okay, so how do you do this? Um, We're going to have lots of conversations over the the rest of this podcast, continually coming back to this, as long as the other fundamental systems and skills, right? But this is one of them. And I'll keep unpacking tools and talking to people who are doing it great. And as I learn something, I'll share it with you. But I'm going to give you some now, just a, 
uh, one of the, the areas, in fact, I might even go back and do a whole podcast about this. There's enough depth and nuance here. But man, as I've gone through this, one of the things I collected was this. There are three big lies about my inner life that I need to confront. I am what I have. I am what I do. Or I am what people say about me. All three of those are lies. And where are they showing up in my life? And how do I identify it? How much, where is my life? Maybe uh, resting on a lie. That's a bad place to rest. It, it's guaranteed to cause you harm and make you uh, make my inner life harder. So deal with those lies. And there's two revealing questions. When you like yourself, why? When you don't, why not? What is it really? Then you're like, oh, yeah, it's okay because I'm fill in the blank. What is it you go back to? Or, or when you're like, man, I'm just not okay with myself because I'm not fill in the blank. So again, I'll just recap those three big lies to face. I am what I have. I am what I do. I am what people say about me. None of those are true, which raises the question like, what am I? Well, that Maybe we should have a podcast on that, right? How we wrestle with that identity question. And then the two revealing questions as you're wrestling with that. When you like yourself, why? And when you don't, why not? You aren't stuck with your current inner life capability. You can get better. You can make it easier to do the hard now thing. And when you do that, everything else in your life starts getting better. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Upgrade Engines with Scott Wozniak. If you want to hear more of my thoughts on life and leadership, you might want to sign up for my weekly newsletter at www.scottwozniak.com slash upgrade. That's S-C-O-T-T-W-O-Z-N-I-A-K dot com slash upgrade. You'll get a cool quote, a deep thought, and a recommendation for something that I use and love. It's not long and it should be fun. The theme is similar to this podcast, but it's not the same content. And if you're a leader who wants to build a legendary brand, you can check out my company's website to learn how we can help at www.swazconsulting.com. That's S-W-O-Z consulting.com. Change really is possible. Dreams can come true. It may take a while, but you can upgrade anything if you build the right engine.